Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is Marquise Terrell Douglas, and this is the Marquise Way Podcast. I have a special guest with me tonight. Today, we'll be talking about a couple of things, reaching out to the church world, dealing with, you know, church hurt, dealing with understanding your purpose, understanding what God has called you to. I have my mother here, Prophetess Sophia Douglas, on the podcast. Say hello to everyone out there. Hello. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Just tell people about yourself a little bit. Give you a little background, where you come from, what, what are you doing currently, and what you think God has called you to in this season. Oh, okay. Well, small town country girl. Married high school sweetheart moved to a different different states across the United States uh, some overseas um, back and forth to different states and overseas and back to the states um, then we retired and then we Retired to Florida. Can you tell us what other what the states you was at? Like you said, uh, overseas. Where, where was that? Let's see. We started out in North Carolina. Okay. We went to Virginia. Okay. We went back to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Japan. Oh, we went to Virginia. Then we went to Japan. Then we went to Hawaii. Okay. And then back to Virginia, we did all East Coast. Gotcha. Then from Hawaii to back to uh, uh, Virginia, D.C. area, the DNC, DMV. Then we retired. My husband retired from Marine Corps base there. And then we decided to move like, I guess you hear Token people retire and move to Florida. Never thought we would be those ones. Got you. They say we retired to Florida. Wow. That was a lot. Wow. It is a lot. So, um, when it comes to you know, when it comes to the kingdom of God and everything, what do you feel like God is trying to do in this season right now? I know that we are in COVID nineteen right now. I know people are. Some churches are back in church. Some people are still at home doing the virtual church. What do you feel that God? is saying in this season to his people currently right now during this whole pandemic? Well, I feel like during this pandemic time, this is God is calling us to uh, uh, really research and look at our personal relationship with him Mm -hmm. and drawing us closer to him Mm -hmm. and to take just a step back and to take a look and just to see, are we really in the place where we thought that we were with God? Mm. You know, while we're we're out, you know, in the church. Mm-hmm. Now we're home, and some of us is all that some people have is virtual, mm-hmm. you know, sermons and church and everything. Now I feel like God is help, trying to help you to do a self evaluation and to put God in His rightful place. Mm-hmm. While we're in the midst of a pandemic and we have some people that's losing their lives and this new thing on the scene of vaccinations and people trying to make decisions on whether to receive it or not receive it. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's all about just self-examinations and making sure that you're putting God in his rightful place. Cause sometimes we can feel like that we're in the place standing right with God. But then once we search ourselves and we realize that we really don't have it all together. Yeah. And I'm talking about leadership to the pew. Mm-hmm. We really don't have it all together. See, it's easy to sit up and go to a building and dress up and act like you have it all together yeah. and act like you have a prayer life and, Act like, you know, everything is mm-hmm. well and fine when sometimes family is falling apart and sometimes life is falling apart and sometimes depression is setting in and mm-hmm. sometimes just needing someone to be able to lean on or just needing someone to be a sounding board. It's all about self-evaluation. Self-evaluation. And what you said was so powerful because we need, we as believers, we have to have that self-evaluation. I think we've been going on and on and on in church and ministry and doing things, but then God allowed this pandemic to come along and just to get us to a place where we had to stop where we thought we could go on. And so, like you said, that was so powerful is reevaluation. You got to go back into your inventory. You got to see, you got to see if you're okay. We're dealing with a lot of people, exactly. a lot of Christians, a lot of saints, they're dealing with anxiety, depression, and they've been covering up because they've been doing ministry. Now mm-hmm. they have, they're at home in the four walls of their own homes and they have to deal with the stuff that's in them. The, the, the inner, the enemy, the inner, the enemy. As in the enemy within the the enemy within the inner Mm -hmm. those inner things that we didn't want to deal with. I really Mm -hmm. feel like this is a time for us to really deal with that and to be fully functioning in our in our gifts and our talents and our skills. And some of us haven't got it yet. Mm -hmm. Some of us have been even understanding what God is really trying to show us and to really be authentic in our anointing, be authentic in our gifting, be authentic in our skill set so we can reach those people that haven't been reached before. I want to go a little deeper and talk about this subject, this whole subject about church hurt. Oftentimes people say, well, the people in church, they hurt me. Uh, for what I realize with church hurt is the people that are in church <laughs> are people. And so therefore they're, they're some of us, they're not spirit led and therefore they're going to hurt you as a person. I don't think we should put more premises on church hurt when we as the, we as the people make the body of Christ as making the church as a premise of saying church hurt as a whole token of, okay, all of them are, we have hurt people and they have hurt us too. I don't think we need to put more premise because I feel like we take we take the premise of church hurt as as the kingdom of God hurting us when it's not that it's the people that are in church. How do you feel about that? Okay, so that's a lot. Mm-hmm. As 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 a recipient recipient how you say that recipient recipient of uh, a person that would say that they were church hurt at one time. Uh huh. Uh, maybe a couple of times, a mm-hmm. couple of different ministries. But see, what I had to come to grips with and had to come and understand is as I uh, took it to God in prayer and I meditated on it and listened for God's word. See, what we have to understand is, is when we go into that place of worship where we're going and we're anticipating that God is going to speak to us and God is going to heal us. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the type of place that it is. What we Mm got to realize is, is that the church is a hospital. That's true. See, we don't look at it as as going into that, Mm -hmm. but really think about it. When you sick and you got an ailment and you got to go to the doctor 
And sometimes if it's beyond what the doctor can, uh, 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 I guess you could say minister to, mm -hmm. or the doctor can diagnose, diagnose mm -hmm. what does he do? The next thing he does, it does is he sends you to the hospital. Yeah. If you go to the, the emergency care or the urgent care, whatever you would call it or have in your, in your town or your city, uh, you go to the urgent care because you're having heart palpitations. The next thing he's going to do, if he sees the heart palpitations, the next thing he's going to do is call for the ambulance to take you directly to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when we have, a, let's bring it to uh, 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 our church world. Our church world is when we down, when we depressed, when we got issues going on in our home, we got issues going on on our job, all we want is relief. Yeah. Just like the person that just had the heart palpitations, their chest is hurting, and they want some relief. Yeah. So what he had to do is send you to the hospital. And what we got to realize is that majority of people in the hospital are patients. Mm, that's good. We don't think about that. We don't think about majority. All these people in here is pa are patients, and they all are dealing with something. Are dealing with something yeah. that needs to be healed. Yeah. That needs to be delivered. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I don't think we ever think about that. Okay, so think about this also. Okay, so with each and every uh, hospital, there's a staff. Mm -hmm. Just as, like in your regular church or ministry. Exactly. You got a staff. Mm -hmm. Okay, now you, and each and every person on that staff has at least, I want to say, the, bare, the least, the bare minimum to some with two to three degrees in that, in that, on that staff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now who's to say that those on that staff don't need healing too. Yeah. Let's think about that. Mm -hmm. They, they still at the hospital. Yeah. Just because they walking around don't mean that they're not wounded. Exactly. Doesn't mean that they don't have an ailment. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that they don't have a shortcoming. Yeah. But we have this, tendency to think that everybody in leadership is healed. No. Everybody in leadership is not healed. No. You got some that's still dripping blood. Yeah. Even though they may be working, yet they still working to be healed. Mm. Some still dealing with character flaws. Yeah. Yet and still their character flaws are not healed. Mm -hmm. Some of them are working through their own gifts. And not really through their anointing to the point where they're still not whole in how they are trying to treat some or treat, like you say, a, a doctor to treat that person. Exactly. Because they're going off of that gift. They're going off of what God has already given. Gifts come without repentance. So with that, it's there, but they're using it out of their gift as if you, like I, I think about war, casualty of war. I'm still trying to sew somebody else up and mm -hmm. I just got shot. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And let's go deeper. Some of some 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 leaders are not mindful of even of even the fact of them being hurt and still trying to pour into someone when they need it. And that's why it's so important to like a surgeon when when you're trying to uh, have surgery, I mean, deliver, I mean, heal, I mean, mm -hmm. to minister to someone. It's really critical on how you do it because every every surgery ain't the same with different people. So we have to be really critical and be mindful asking God or I'm sorry, having the for a doctor, having the right education background and the skill set to properly minister and to and to pour into someone when they need it. OK, so in other words, you're saying that if I'm a general practitioner, mm -hmm. 
meaning a general doctor, mm -hmm. I stopped at being a general doctor. Mm -hmm. Now, the surgery was performed, mm -hmm. but you realize that a general surgery is not, has not all come together, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. That I see the need, mm -hmm. that I need to direct you to a specialist. Come on. Yep. A specialist. Because I'm not able mm -hmm. to lead you and guide you or administer the proper care that I need to administer mm -hmm. because I realize that this situation is deeper than what I thought it was. Let's take it deeper. I know that I don't have the, the uh, qualifications to properly minister, I mean heal, I mean have surgery with this person because I'm not qualified. So we, we got to find people that are anointed, qualified, and gifted to mm -hmm. properly minister mm -hmm. to people. That's why it's so very important to have that relationship with God. Yeah. See, we have that relationship with God, but then you, we don't want to be seen as that person that mm -hmm. right now, I'm not the one he needs right now. Yeah. I'm not the one she needs right now. So I have to direct them to the right person. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. See, if you're in, your, in, in the place with God, where you are truthful to yourself and God show you who you are. And when you know who you are in God, mm -hmm. you don't have an issue trying to direct them to the right help. Exactly. Knowing your identity and know what you can give. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Why am I trying to work in an area mm -hmm. where I know I'm not called? Mm, you got to be very careful with that in ministry. Yeah. Because you will summon certain spirits to you mm -hmm. that you're not even capable of handling. Mm hmm. That's you see true. what I'm saying? So you, you, you have to be true to yourself. That's why I say in the beginning, when you, this is a time to reflect upon yourself yeah. where some places you may thought you were that you're really not. Yeah. We're sharpening some areas that you th thought you were, but really exactly. Mm -hmm. I can't sharpen, uh, in an area where I'm not fully proven in yet that mm -hmm. I have not graduated in yet. Yeah. That's so true. That, that that's just so, so true it is mm -hmm. because sometimes we think highly of ourselves than we should mm -hmm. then we think that we are somewhere that really that we're not but if we really just do a self-evaluation like I said before and trust God and listen for his instructions and God will tell you, if you don't know who you are in Christ then God will instruct you and show you who you are in Christ I remember when I first started out, I started out as the evangelist when God, when we were taught early in our, uh, our walk in Christ that, you know, you, you get saved and you ask God, where did he call you into? What area did he call you to? And, and I would pray that and I would pray that every single day waiting on God to give me the instructions to let me know who I was in mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. It took a while. It doesn't come instantly. And then when he did speak it to me, I'll never forget. He spoke it to me in church. Now, I remember standing before uh, several, several prophets at several different times. They had uh, 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 instructed me that or informed me that God had called me to be the prophet. Mm -hmm. And I understood that. But at the same time, just because I was called into being the prophet, mm -hmm. it does not mean that I was ready yet. Mm -hmm. I remember when. He did tell me what my calling was. Is he said, I called you to be the evangelist. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow. 
sitting in the midst of church mm -hmm. in service. And I said, God, but did God call thou to be the prophet? Mm -hmm. And he said to me, clear as day. Yes, I called thee to be the prophet, but thou is not ready yet. Mm -hmm. See, we got to understand and get instructions from God. See, some of us, soon as they would have got that word from the prophet, mm -hmm. next thing you you know, they're going around and say, oh, I'm Facebook, I'm, I'm Instagram, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm TikTok, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm all of that. Yeah. I'm all of that now, instantly. Yeah. When you haven't even graduated the grade. You haven't graduated the grade yet. Yeah. You haven't mastered what God Look, has you called you, you to walk you into. You taught and trained yet by God. Just like he walked with the disciples. Mm -hmm. When he first told the disciples, I was just watching the chosen. Pick up your cross. So when, when he was choosing the disciples, the first thing he told them is, is follow him. Mm -hmm. Follow me. You are to follow me. Yeah. And they followed. So all while they, they followed, that time with him, going from place to place, watching him do different miracle signs and wonders, uh -huh. he was teaching them. Yeah. They were being taught. Mm -hmm. We don't want to sit down and be taught no more. Mm -mm. See, before I could even go into the realm of the prophet, I had to master the evangelist. Mm -hmm. You got to learn how to win souls. You got to, you got to learn how to be able to minister to people. Yeah. You got to go through that stage of learning and development before you can even enter into another stage of learning and development. Mm -hmm. But instead, we want to, as, as, as I was raised and my grandparents used to say, you want to get the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. And the horse is the one that pulls the cart. The cart doesn't pull the horse. Yeah. So you got to know what comes first and what comes second. That's so true. Then once you have mastered the first, then he will master you and send you to the second. And see, that's 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 what's been happening, because, OK, now this pandemic has happened. Some of these ministries has closed down. Some of these uh, churches haven't been prospering because I, I really feel like they haven't gotten to a place. Yeah, you have the establishment. Yeah, you had the, the church. But some of that stuff has, has stopped because, don't get me wrong, it stopped because of COVID, but some ministries have stopped because the, the, the foundation of their ministry hasn't been strong. Because like you said, they haven't had the training. Like you said in the beginning, the refocusing of this, the re-evaluating the some stuff. Some of this stuff has not been evaluated and you wonder why things are not prospering. You wonder why there's no foundation like it mm -hmm. needs to be because you want a title, you got a title, now you're flowing in a title that you haven't really worked for, now you're trying, to, you're trying to be something that you're not, or it's not time yet or ready yet to develop. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times that we pattern our ministries, our callings, mm -hmm. rather than after God, we pattern them after people. And what we've already and that's there. And that's what I feel like mm -hmm. is the error and the fault yeah. to there. Mm -hmm. um, when you are doing these things and starting out, mm -hmm. you really have to seek God yeah. to have his instructions in order to walk in the purpose and the plan of God. Yeah. And see what I feel like that a lot of people don't understand is, is that your purpose and your, and the plan and the vision has to be what God has set. Mm 
That's true. Not where you came from. Mm -hmm. Not the previous uh, 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 ministry where you you came from or left or however it came about to be established. It's very important to listen and be attentive to God's ear because God will tell you how he wants his ministry. That's and then, then that's number two. We have to realize and understand that it's not your ministry. That is God ministry that he has allowed you to be in charge of. That's true. That's so true. And that's majority things in our lives. Mm -hmm. God has given you the opportunity to be in charge of, uh -huh. to know how to minister in that area or to run his church. Mm -hmm. It's never your church. You hear people say, these my minister. Nah. These are my no, church members. No, sir, no ma'am. These are not your church members. They are God's people. They are God's people. Let's, they, e let's even go down and break it down even more. Jesus couldn't fulfill his assignment without the 12 disciples. Mm -hmm. We got to understand that as a shepherd, I was talking to Cordero about this the other day. We got to understand if you're a pastor or apostle, God has governed you, God has governed you to the people. Mm-hmm. Your your purpose and your vision and your plan will never flourish without the people because you need that. A shepherd, like a for sheep, can never be a shepherd if he never has sheep. Mm -hmm. So with that, the, 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 the anointing and the power that's on that, you got to understand you can't do this by yourself. Exactly. We are helpers one to another. Mm -hmm. And going back to what you were saying about the whole understanding the significance of people and going through it and understanding your beginning to end. I understand that the second edition is always going to be better than the first. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you already encountered that. Mm -hmm. So in that process of understanding what you're called to, your purpose and plan, now you got to ask God, okay, God, what do you have for me to do? What, what, what do you need me to walk through to get to where I need to exactly. be? Exactly. You know? So, yeah. As, as the scripture says, seek ye first. The kingdom of God. The kingdom. What is seeking? Mm -hmm. What is seeking? Him first. What is that? That is seeking him first in all things. Mm -hmm. Where to go, how to go, when to go, where's the calling? What do you want me to say? How do you, you want, want me, me to say, say it? it? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to preach? How do you want me to preach it? How do you want me to serve? How do you want me to serve it? God has the answers to all this. Yeah. When you seek him first, there is no room for error. Yeah. Because some of us, are, we're seeking people and validation exactly. from other people and we're missing exactly. what God is trying to say. And then we find ourselves in a standstill or in a pit where we put ourselves in because mm -hmm. we've tried to find validation from the people that has taught and trained. Don't get me wrong. Thank God for the people that taught, train us and everything. Mm -hmm. But they ain't God. Exactly. They ain't the final say. Everybody has their respectable place. Exactly. And, and you have to realize and understand we are all servants of God. Mm -hmm. That's who we are. So the thing of it is, we got to trust God that God will put me in the right place with the right leadership, with the right people mm -hmm. at the right time mm -hmm. to get the servitude that I need to have in order to please God. If God's going to instruct me to the, you say, God, I need you to send me, show me, mm -hmm. lead me to the right person mm -hmm. that you have called to be in my path, to be able to teach, train, demonstrate. Mm -hmm. It, according to your word, mm -hmm. if we think on things and we think on ministry and if we think on leadership in that position, then guess what? We leave the door open for God to move. Yeah. We leave the door open for the opportunity of God to do what he does best. Yeah. See, yet we have not learned 
And I'm being honest, I feel in leadership and in congregation that we have not learned to let God's work be God's work and let man's work be his work. Mm-hmm. We haven't learned that yet because so many times we put our hands in things that's God's work. Mm. It's so true. Yeah. And, and that's what God has every time. and that's what God has been dealing with me with with uh lately. Mm-hmm. That he's showing he shows me things that says you just continue to do this. That over there, that's mine. Mm-hmm. Let me do my job. You just make sure you do yours. Yeah. When you have done your job accurately to all the way that I have instructed you to do it, mm-hmm. even with dealing with people, even with handling people, mm-hmm. even with the things of ministry. Yeah. Then after you do your part, then God's going to manifest his part. Yeah. Think about it. All the way from beginning to the end, when God tells you to do something, he does his part after. Yeah. There's always a cause and effect. And let's go deeper with that. Even even going deeper with that, sometimes God God would want us to do our part first. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we think we're waiting on God. Well, God, I've been for seeking you. God, I've been praying. God, I've been looking for this open opportunity. But God said, no, I need you to position yourself and, and, and have a, a have a heart of surrendering. Let's mm-hmm. be honest, because that's a posture to God. Exactly. And some of us haven't understood that or been educated about having the posture of God to even receive the things or even allow him to do what he needs to do because we we oftentimes we we focus on us waiting we focus on us okay but what are we doing in the meantime exactly you know what i'm saying we miss we miss what we really have to do because we're waiting on god but god's like no i passed you the baton when i died on the cross now it's your turn Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And some of us, some of us living in our, our our traditionalism, living in our religious mindset, we're waiting for something to happen. When God said, "No, I gave you the power to do that," mm-hmm. and then when we don't get in the position, we'll miss Him and then say, "Oh, that, what, that, that ain't God. That ain't God." But no, He put a responsibility on us. Mm-hmm. You know. But I want to thank my mom for being on here. We've been on here for a minute. I just want to introduce her to the podcast world. You did a great job on your first podcast. Yeah. Uh, what are your final remarks before we leave? Just leave the people with something. I would say to you that that is listening and find yourself up against obstacles. I would ask you to ask God, you ask God to go to God in prayer and ask him to search you, mm. to ask him to show you. That's good. To give you the instructions that you need to have. And just in case it doesn't happen immediately, Mm -hmm. sometimes you have to wait on the Lord. Mm. And when you're waiting on the Lord and you're standing still and you're not moving, I would say, be in prayer. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of people will say, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Yes, stand still and see the salvation of him. But yet while you're standing and you're in waiting, then you pray. That's good. And you talk to him and you surrender all. Yeah. Every fiber of you, everything in your being, everything from the left, everything from the right, everything in the middle, everything in the top and the bottom, everything in you, you surrender it unto God and you wait. And I promise you, you'll hear a voice from him that you might think is you, but it's really him speaking to your spirit. Thank you. Thank you so much for that kind of words. I hope everybody has been touched 
I hope everybody can understand what we're saying. And we just want to, you know, encourage you guys. Thank you for being a part of this so much. Um, until next time, this is your boy Marquise Terrell, and this is the Marquise Way Podcast. Until next time, <laughs> take care. Bye-bye.